Warning, this podcast may contain explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Noisemaker Podcast, where we interview bands that you may have never found anywhere else. We are your number one spot for discovering all new music. Get to know artists, understand what drives them, and hear from some of their top tracks. Join me, your host, Rocky Ferenberg, as we give rise to the underground world of music and set out to do what so many others have failed to, be a staple for the independent musician. Now... Let's make some noise.
right, everyone, welcome back. This is number. This is episode number 68 of the Noisemaker Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you're returning, then thank you. If you like what we're doing here, please like, subscribe, and rate us with a five-star review. Please make sure that it's a five-star review because that really helps the algorithm and it helps people to find the bands and, and find this show and, and help discover new music. Also, if you want to hear your... Uh, a five-star review read on the show. We do that at the end of the show, but go over there and uh, drop us a five-star review or at least a five-star rating because that really does help. Uh, make sure it's an iTunes. That's where their algorithm really is. Uh, we're on all your favorite stream platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NoisemakerPod. This is the Noisemaker Podcast, where we help you with that horrible problem that we all face, where to find new and original music. And so if you want to help us uh, continue the journey that we're doing, uh, you can help support us uh, through Patreon or uh, uh, indirectly through uh, one of the affiliate links we have in the show notes. I got some more details at the end of the show about that. So this week... (sighs) So this week I had on a uh, gentleman from uh, Hamburg, Germany, and uh, this is one of my favorite types of shows to do. I love taking people from other countries and and being able to talk to them about music. It's just always usually very difficult because of time differences, and you know, there's a little bit of a language barrier too. I got to find people that do speak English because I'm not bilingual at all, and so I got to find people that speak English, and sometimes the the English isn't as good as, uh, as our English. Or as my English, so which my English isn't necessarily always that good, but either way, I mean this is this this is one of my favorite kinds of shows. And so, despite the language barriers, uh, we did have some audio lag because you know we're we're talking halfway around the world. Um, there's a little bit of cutouts, and so there's a little bit of technical difficulties. I'm going to go back and try to fix some of this stuff. Um, but you know, this was just a really cool show. I really enjoyed it. So. Uh, buckle up and get ready for my interview with Jesse from Sloppy Joe's. All right, everyone. So I'm sitting here with Jesse from the band Sloppy Joe's, and I'll tell you right now, Jesse, I absolutely love uh, love the name. It 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 definitely uh, stuck <laughs> out to me when I was looking for bands. I was like, who is this band? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit crazy. I know. Yeah, and it's it's been crazy get, trying to get trying to get something booked with the uh, time difference because you're over in Germany, I'm um, here in the states, and so it's been kind of a kind of a wild ride, you know. Yeah, but we are now um, we have reached the goal, and now we can start. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Everything is fine. I'm fine with it. Um, <laughs> happy to be here. Well, the first thing we like to do on the show is kind of get to know who's in the band. Uh, so uh, a lot of times. Uh, band members do a little bit more than just simply play their instruments. So uh, go ahead and give us a rundown on who's in the band, uh, what instrument they play, and if they do anything else like graphic design or the booking for the band or, or anything else like that. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we're a three-piece rock band um, consisting of me, Jesse Guerin, vocals, guitars. Um, we have the bass player called Johnny Angel um, and Patsy Davey, our drummer. Um, well, Patsy Davy is um, in his, I call it normal life, uh, he's working as a sound engineer. Nice. So he has, um, yeah, yeah, um, as, as a front of house engineer. Um, so, so he's working for other bands, um, for venues, uh, doing shows with bands. And um, that's something that, that we really appreciate because um, it's, it's cool for us. We have a specialist in the band uh, when we <laughs> yeah. do the sound check, um, <laughs> and when they are discussing um, dis- discussions about uh, how to deal with the feedback um, and how to set it up on stage, and and that's a cool thing, yeah. And well, my role in the band is to, yeah, to do the management, um, to keep in touch with um, venues, um, uh, companies, publishers, our record. Um, label um and i also do uh, the booking for the band the shows and johnny the bass player is doing something very uh different uh he's working as a well i don't know the american or english word for that um (laughs) he helps people (laughs) he helps people that uh lost uh, the contact to society I i would 
So like kind of like a kind of yeah. like a social worker or something like that, or maybe maybe like a psychologist, something yeah. like that. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. So the kind of the next the next thing is is and uh, I'm always interested in kind of how bands form over here in the states. We have a um, well, I, I think you guys probably got it over the over there too. But we have a uh, 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 like a classified website called like Craigslist, and it really seems like in today's world that people meet off Craigslist and get together to start playing music. That kind of seems like the uh, the common path for people to link up and connect. But, you know, how did you guys form? Is there a story surrounding that or, or is, or was it, or kind of what, what's the background on how you guys met each other and began to play music? As teenagers, we started um, listening to our favorite bands, such as, Kiss, ACDC, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Motorhead, and so on, collecting merchandise, going to concerts. And that's what made us think how great it should be uh, to rock the stage in front of an audience. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing uh, that uh, had to happen just to let us uh, getting started. Um, so we said to ourselves, let's be rock stars and let's entertain. <laughs> um, well, uh, and Sloppy Joe's, I formed Sloppy Joe's with Johnny, the bass player. Um, at first, we were two guys. Um, we uh, played together in a um, band before, a classic rock band, but um, we weren't happy with the band and, and the guys in the band. So we um, stopped it and, and said, let's start from the scratch and um Let's try to find a, a, a third member who has the same um, goal like like us. Um, the means like the great rock bands uh, of the past, <laughs> like like as I told you, um, to have a wall paint on stage just to look um, not like normal people on stage, just like a, like a, like rock stars and um, do very much live rock interaction with the audience um, to make the to let the audience be a part of the show that was uh, the main reason for us uh, to start as sloppy joes we uh, i don't know I, it's it's hard to remember how we met um, <laughs> patsy our drummer <laughs> you know sometimes uh, sometimes whenever we're all in the music scene it? there's there we just are surrounded by a lot of people and it gets like in my music scene i couldn't probably tell you how i met any of the guys in the music scene i just i just know them from doing shows and i've seen them and then later on i was introduced mm -hmm. to them and you know now all of a sudden we know each other and trying to pinpoint sometimes exactly where you meet somebody is a, a little difficult especially whenever you're all united in like this kind of family unit you know yeah but uh, it, it was a very long process to find the, the right drummer um so uh well we did some rehearsals with with a few guys but it was very very yeah it was very impressive <laughs> <laughs> but um they they all they all didn't fit um so uh i think we we wrote in a print mag. We're looking cool. Band is looking for a drummer who knows uh, how to entertain the crowd. <laughs> well, that sounds yeah. like a good classified um, to me. <laughs> and then we got him. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's ten years ago. So um, oh yeah, so it was a long, a long time, time ago. And, yeah, and we played a lot of yeah, yeah, and we played yeah. a lot of shows and uh, over a hundred shows. From yeah, what I was reading. That's so. the story. Yes, yes, yes. Sure. What What about the um, band name? Where Where did yeah. the band name come from? Hi, I mean, because obviously Sloppy Joe's is a it's a delicious sandwich. Uh, but I would have just not thought of it to be a band name. But whenever I saw the band name, it intrigued me to look at what this band, you know, what you guys were. So it it did its job and enticed me to click on you guys. But uh, you know, I mean, where did the band name come from? Did it come from the sandwich, or or, or what was what was the uh, idea behind it? Uh, well, it it refers uh, not to the sandwich and not to the um, Slobby Joe's bar in Key West in Florida. <laughs> um, it, it, <laughs> uh, but but uh, well, most, when when guys are asking us why why we have this band name, um, well, that happens very often. Um, 
we say, do you know the Sloppy Joe's burger? It's it's um, very fast cooked and it's uh, it's very delicious and uh, <laughs> has a very cool taste. Um, well, in our music, our rock music is nearly the same. It's uh, it's simple, but it's uh, yeah, it tastes very well. <laughs> I, I but, like um, that description. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, no, but but uh, the idea for the band name um, comes from a uh, scene from a m famous movie of the I think nineteen forty I think uh, of fifties. It's a, a, a movie by Orson Welles called Citizen Kane. Do you know it? Yeah, yeah, I know Citizen Kane. Yep. Okay, there's um, in Citizen Kane there is. Uh, this uh, guy who tries to research what Citizen Kane was and um, which relationships he had, and um, he, the guy does interviews with um, with some colleagues, some friends of the past, and in one scene, there's a very, very broken, fucked up guy in a bar, <laughs> um, and <laughs> he was a very uh, he. Uh, the 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 author or the interviewer uh, tells um, that this guy uh, seems to be an old friend of Citizen Kane, but Citizen Kane um, ripped him and left him behind, um, and and so the guy uh, is asked about Citizen Kane and he's really pissed, um, and he tries to find the name for the uh, big building Citizen Kane built. Uh, uh, created his home. It's called um, Xanadu, I think. Um, and the guy in the bar uh, tries to find the name, but he doesn't know how it's called. And so he counts uh, different, different words um, and, and uh, he's drunk completely. <laughs> and then he says uh, <laughs> Citizen Kane's uh, house called, I don't know, I think it's called Slurby Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a so impressive scene um, <laughs> that I thought, hey, isn't that a cool band name? Yeah. Well, the, and that's uh, a story. <laughs> the uh, you guys uh, just released, I believe it's the uh, you guys' third album here, uh, and it was called Devil's Music. Yes. Um, the title track is yeah, what we heard right. at the top of the show. Uh, you want to kind of tell us a little bit about what Devil's Music is about? Yeah, the song is about. Um, uh, like it's called devil's music um in the past um in the 70s in the in the 60s um parents were afraid when the uh, when the kids uh, were listening to for example elvis or kiss um or um black sabbath the rock bands of the past and um preachers said rock and roll is the devil's music <laughs> yep, uh, yep. don't listen to it or the uh, satan will get you um, yeah, and playing uh, records well, backwards, we make and rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And we make rock and roll music. And uh, yeah, as uh, the preachers uh, told us, um, rock and roll music is the devil's music, and that's the reason why we call um, the song "Devil's Music." <laughs> that's great. the The song we're about ready to hear is uh, kind of like a uh, kind of like a self titled track. It's called "Eat Sloppy Joes," and uh, you were telling me this is kind yeah, of a right. story about the band or kind of an introduction to the band. So, uh, kind of tell us a little bit more about what "Eat Sloppy Joes" is about. Well, it's a um, it's like uh, a punch in the face. Uh, the the first track. Um, Introducing the band itself. Um, well, uh, yeah, and w we try to do it as as like the big guys, um, not uh, very. Um, oh, I don't know the word. Um, is shy the right word? Not shy. The opposite of shy is would be uh, uh, like outgoing, ambitious. Yeah, maybe. very outgoing. <laughs> you know, it's it's a very outgoing track. Where we introduce ourselves, and yeah, that's it. This is gonna be Sloppy Joe's Eat Sloppy Joe's. I got something to tell you. You 
guitar like me? Hey y'all, this is Rocky Fernberg from the Noisemaker Podcast and I wanted to tell you all about warming guitars. We all know that tone is the soul of the guitar and pickups create that perfect sound. Still, the price of pickups can really break the bank. These guys at Warming Guitars crank out some rad pickups at an affordable price. I have been a boutique pickups guy my whole life. However, I find that the tone I pull out of Warman's pickups is comparable to top manufacturers without the outrageous markup. I endorse Warman Guitars as a common sense alternative to pickups, and right now, Warman Guitars is offering exclusively to my listeners 20% off. That's right, when you go to warmingguitars.co.uk and enter Noisemaker20 at checkout, you'll receive 20% off your purchase. These pickups are already ridiculously affordable, and yet, Warman wants to offer the listeners of the Noisemaker podcast an additional 20% off by entering Noisemaker20 at checkout. So take a minute and visit my friends over at warmingguitars.co.uk 
and pick up your 20% off when you use Noisemaker20 at checkout. Warming Guitars, a new heritage. Alright, so we're back with uh, Jesse from Sloppy Joe's. I, I almost said we're back with Joe. So <laughs> I almost got the wrong name. <laughs> oh, that's great. So uh, the next, so the next section, I kind of like to talk a little bit about specific things. Uh, very, you know, from stuff I've read about the band. And to be honest, because you guys are in Germany, I had to actually translate some stuff uh, through Google. So <laughs> it was interesting. Okay. okay. <laughs> but um, so I, I like the term rockaholics. Uh, there's always kind of so much about the term you know rock uh however you guys yeah. also reference rock and roll uh do you think that the that there is uh really a difference between rock and rock and roll and if so do the two separate genres how do the two genres play a role in in you guys making music well um i think both genres are like um like brother and sister or, or it's 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 all part of the rock family um i think rock and roll is in rock and roll are the roots for rock music and rock music are the roots for um heavy metal and heavy metal are the roots for thrash metal or death metal but overall it's rock music um and that's what matters for us um matters to us and um, we don't try to um make music in a very specific genre we are just rock musicians we have um roots in um progressive rock with roots in, in classic rock in rock and roll in in pop and punk rock um and we mix it up um and uh yeah at the end we are a rock band so uh, we don't want to distinguish between uh, different genres or styles um i think that's not important for us. Important is that it sounds well. It sounds yeah, good. I would I would definitely say rock and, and rock and roll, yeah, are two separate things, but yeah, it kinda like what you were saying. Uh yeah, I think rock and rock and roll is kinda like the grandfather to rock, you know, kinda like that. Uh yeah. yeah. And I think I think that there's a um I think there's almost an honor for those bands that are categorized as rock and roll. You know, those older bands. And then I don't know where exactly the cutoff is, maybe somewhere along the lines of maybe the eighties um, where, where it turns from rock and roll into just rock music. And it's kind of mm -hmm. like a paying homage to those, those bands that kind of paved the way for rock, the rock genre. Yeah. Well, in the eighties we had, we had some um, vintage rock and roll bands um, like Stray Cats, for example, oh, yeah, Stray Cats. that uh, yeah, tried to, to sound like uh they were making music in the fifties, like Elvis and and Bill Haley and and stuff. Yeah. Um, and most of the people called it rockabilly, but I think it's rock and roll. Yeah, I would agree with that certainly. Now your yeah. your EPK, I uh, was reading on it, and it has a phrase that I thought was really interesting. It said, uh, uh, "It was the middle of a sentence, but it said a a never." been seen live concept when it was talking about uh some of your guys' music and shows uh can you tell us a little yeah. bit about uh that concept and and what makes live shows so special for you guys well uh we started as a um special concept band um when we first got on stage we only um played cover versions of um pop songs not oh. rock songs not rock and roll <laughs> songs not just pop songs like like tom jones delilah or um some other tracks uh songs uh, from uh paul anchor um diana it's it's the first track on our um album eight reasons to rock and uh, that was uh, the special thing um we we tried to um create a rock and roll soul for, for these songs and put it on stage. Um, and we also, um, yeah, created a very, um, 
a very visual um, rock show um, with our outfits and, and the way we're performing. But that's not new. But all together, all things that I, that I told you all together was a special new concept. Well, yeah, well, kind of dressing up on stage or, or doing makeup and stuff on stage, that's not anything new, but it, it does add to the yes. show. It doesn't matter if it's if it's 100% a new concept. It, it adds to the show, and not not everybody does it, so it's not – I mean, even if you're just getting on – even if you're like – normally you wear like blue jeans and like a band T-shirt. If you get on yeah. stage and you're like wearing like a leather jacket and a top hat or something, even just that little change – gives you a stage persona versus you know uh just you know getting up on i get up on stage just in the clothes i wear so i mean i'm i'm not that guy that dresses up for shows but uh if i was ever in a band where that was a thing i would be more than happy to do it you know mm, yeah i know i know well our our idea was uh, just to do it like the great bands in the 70s and 80s um and just to perform like like they they did and and that makes us different from current um yeah i call it indie rock bands um and <laughs> sometimes we call it uh bus station bands um bus so station some bands, rock huh? bands some guys yes yes uh, i will explain it um most of them are standing still in their shirts and they look like somebody has caught them at a bus station <laughs> uh, <laughs> gave them instruments and said hey you guys are the next rock band i like that I like and that. That's it. <laughs> I'm I'm taking that yeah. term. That's a good one. Bus station bands. I dig yeah, okay. that. That's good. <laughs> oh, well, and, that's in Europe, um, we call it indie rock bands. <laughs> is that a uh, is that yeah. a is that a term that you coined, or is that an actual term over there? No, it's it's our um, it's our term. Oh, yeah. I'm, we I'm... created the the the, the word. Bus station band. Well, I'm I'm gonna steal it because that's that's phenomenal. I yeah. Like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, the, do it. Do it. We're the, fine with it. One of the other things I saw, and I always like mentioning this on the show because I think that you know people people work very hard to be acknowledged for, uh, or bands work really hard to be acknowledged uh, for their uh, music and their art that they create. So whenever bands have any type of accolades or uh, awards or anything like that, I always like mentioning it and getting a little bit more insight. So the some of the awards that I saw that you guys had was um, uh, you guys won uh, the Battle of the Bands in 2015 in Berlin at the Sky Live Club. Uh, yes. You guys had uh, uh, yeah. the, won the Best Music Talent Award for the Best Song in 2016 for Eat Sloppy Joe's. And while you didn't win, yeah. you placed 28th. Ho hopefully there wasn't only 28 places, but <laughs> it says you placed 28th no, for the, uh, um... the German rock bands. <laughs> and so kind of kind of tell us yes. a little bit about these awards that you won, maybe which one really kind of means a lot or stuck out or, or you know, kind of maybe, you know, shot you guys into like uh, the next level or anything about these awards. It, I, I just always find it fascinating. So. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the the best music talent talent uh, award was a very cool thing for us because um, there was a jury that um, yeah checked checked out uh, yeah about two hundred or three hundred new rock songs and uh, oh, wow. this, they selected our track to be the best in two thousand sixteen over all genres. Um, not only rock tracks, um, also pop music, um, soul music, jazz music, and we as a rock band got that uh, trophy, and, and that was very cool. Um, also, uh, to to be on the 28th play, place uh, of of the of the best German rock bands, and um, it was a voting, um, uh, yeah, organized by a famous German radio station called Radio 21. An official FM radio station, yeah, um, and and our fans um, and and other guys uh, who like our music um, and uh, our track right decision was played on that radio station. Well, and yeah, it it worked. Yeah, we it's got a very very cool. It's a very cool thing to be to be uh, between all these great rock bands um, that so. 
Yeah, it's it's always nice whenever we have a chance to get our music uh, on the um, on the radio. That's one of the things that I've really been trying to gear uh, my band and my projects towards is uh, is creating a quality uh, recording so that the uh, radio stations are you know excited to put the songs on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not easy, but um, you also have have web radio stations and and podcasts, yeah. and you have so new media uh, that helps you um, make making your music famous. For sure. Speaking of that, but uh, it's not it's not easy to yeah. But um, well, I I uh, also work for for a company uh, that uh, is working for the. Um, for a famous broadcaster in Germany, um, and I know how how um, the radio um, guys are working um, and how they are discovering new music. They are only checking the Spotify streams, and um, if a if a band when a band has more than a million streams for one song, then um, it's it's easy to be on air with yeah. the track. Yeah, Spotify, Spotify has kind of taken over that that gateway into the uh, the radio world. So the radio world's still up there, but the, the yeah. gates the gates and the way to enter that has drastically changed in the last few years. That's for sure. Yeah. The, so the next song but we're gonna I, hear is uh, called I, the the next song we we're gonna hear is called the journey. Uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about that song. Well, the journey is a song um, that covers the atmosphere of a live concert. Um, that's and we also got a live video of the track. Um, um, it's the official music video for the journey, and you can check it out on our YouTube channel or on Amazon Prime Video as well. Um, well, it's about a band getting on stage. Delivering a rock show and a enthusiastic um, audience. That's it. That's the journey of <laughs> Sloppy Joe's on stage. <laughs> Great. Well, this is going to be Sloppy Joe's The Journey.
Take your time, don't waste it Let your feelings flow Let's ace the journey to our soul the sweet sound of my voice would you like to hear it reading your advertisement guess what i am for sale if you'd like to hear me reading your ad perhaps have me write the copyright for your ad then go ahead and give me a shout at victory voiceovers we're on facebook or you can contact us through our website victoryvo.com or if you just want to email me directly without having to go through the websites, you can go ahead and email me at noisemakerpod at gmail.com. I can also help a lot in post-production and adding sound effects, music, or anything else that you might need. However, if you just want this lovely voice for your advertising, then I can send you a direct dry copy unedited if that's what you so choose. Like I said, that's Victory VoiceOver, victoryvo.com. Or if you want to email me directly, you can just go ahead and punch into your email, noisemakerpod at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. All right, so we're back with Jesse. It's it's Jesse, not Joe. It's Jesse from Sloppy Joe's, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Garen from Sloppy Joe's, right? Yeah. So uh, we got we got this last section here, um, and in here I kind of like to uh, kind of ask every, every band kind of the same same uh, same questions, but it really has to do with uh, stuff that I find interesting about bands, um, just overall. And the first one is. Uh, being a lyricist like I am, um, I always find the writing process to be incredibly uh, important and just one of the funnest uh, uh, elements of making music. And so if we were going to sit in on a uh, Sloppy Joe's writing process, what would that look like? Well, um, I'm the, the main songwriter behind the band, um, and... It's something that I don't plan. I don't plan a song. Well, um, at first, um, I have a hook line in my head, and I, yeah, it, it makes me crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I try to put it in words and write it down at first, um, and then um, I create a vision, a vision of the final song, and. And try to to put it together with a with a riff and the hook line, um, very um, yeah, very very uh, simple. And uh, I do a, a um, pre-production in my office where I, rec- where I do recordings of the guitars, some drum loops and and stuff. And then I take the song to the other guys, and then we put it together as a band. Um, yeah, that's it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I actually really like that. Uh, that's not something I've really heard too often. Is kind of having a final, final vision of the song right after you kind of create just the very, very raw idea. And so that's kind of interesting because because we always want to know where we're going on the journey. You know, if we we want to know where the end point is. So that's a that's a very interesting way mm-hmm. to uh, to put the song together. Yeah. Uh- yeah, to have a vision drives me. It it really drives me, and um and 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 that that's a cool thing. Um, so it don't take too much time. Um, uh, 
to 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 finalize the song. So so I need yeah a week or, or five to ten days to to finalize the track um, and and make it ready for the other guys um, for the final um, rehearsing and and um, rearranging arranging and and stuff. And that's cool. And um, I have the vision in my head and a very clear vision. Um, well, it takes about two or three hours and then I have the, the whole vision of the, of the complete song. And, and, and that's, that's cool. So and it, it works. So I, whenever I was looking for bands, I, I noticed there's a lot of bands in, uh, over there where you're at in Hamburg, Germany. And, uh, it, it you know, yeah. it seems like it's a, a pretty big music hub. I'm I'm not familiar because it's not something that gets a lot of popularity over here in Twin Falls, Idaho. But uh, it seems like it's a pretty pretty decent music hub there, or at least you guys got a pretty good music scene. Yes. So uh, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit yeah. about the music scene in Hamburg, Germany? Is it really competitive? Is everybody kind of get along and, and help each other out? Is it like overrun with uh, uh, rap or is it overrun with like a uh, uh, pop or I mean you, you know kind of or metal I mean kind of kind of what's give paint a picture of the music scene in Hamburg for us yeah. well in, in Hamburg and um, we have a very very big music scene and um, with different genres with a lot of subcultures subgenres and um, most of the bands are rock bands we also have crossover bands and we have soul bands we have pop bands and um, a lot of venues a lot of, of clubs um, a lot of um, yeah stages in Hamburg um, due to the fact that in Hamburg the Beatles played first ah. um, in the 60s and and that that's what what uh, made the city um, getting bigger and bigger in music um, we also had the Star Club in, in, in Hamburg, where the famous bands in the 60s and 70s played, like Jimi Hendrix, like um, uh, the Stones, um, just in, in, in venues, in small venues and clubs. And we also have big um, stadiums and, uh, yeah... It, it's it's very it's it's a very very big music scene, but we also have a small problem because we have too many bands in, in Hamburg, <laughs> too many bands um, <laughs> and not enough venues for them, yeah. and uh, that's what makes it very competitive. Um, with the biggest fan base and and the band the bands that deliver um, the the best music um, make it, but. Um, on the other hand, <coughs> in Hamburg, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. On the other hand, we have have the same problem in Hamburg, like other cities uh, have as well. Um, well, people, young, young, younger guys, young people are not so willing to to go to live concerts. They're more on the way streaming tracks and watching YouTube videos. Um, um, I think that's that's a that's a problem. Um, most of the people um, that come to our, come to our shows are um, yeah of a bit older. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and and yeah, yeah I mean uh, over twenty five or thirty years. That's yeah. older. What I call older right now. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but it is a really interesting uh, phenomenon, just the way that because because we're experiencing it here, even in our little area, our biggest music video is actually shutting down this year, and and it, it has a lot to do. I was a promoter as well, and it has a lot to do with people that go to yeah. shows, and the whole dynamics of shows is is changing. It's not necessarily shows as much as it is, uh, yeah. People want to uh, consume the music differently, not not live as much as they they used to and maybe it's a flux maybe the live shows and that experience will come back i think it kind of does it subsides and comes back every so often yeah and, and well you have you have the big tours of the big guys and the big big bands and every everybody wants to see uh, shows of uh, iron maiden of of acdc of um papa roach or um other other bands um the big bands everybody knows don't have a problem um but younger bands nobody knows um uh, don't uh, yeah 
Yeah, it's they, hard. They it's have a the struggle. problem to to reach to reach new fans, to reach uh, people um, who are willing to listen to their music, um, and that's not easy. And that's the main problem. And uh, 10, 20 years ago, um, the kids uh, went outside just to check some shows of um, no-name bands, just to check live music, just um, keep their eyes opened, um, just, yeah, trying. they tried to discover new stuff um, by going outside. And now uh, the guys are streaming and they are watching videos and and they are fine with it. Yeah, um, it's just it's just, well, just a completely different way of discovering music. <clears throat> yeah. But you can't can't you can't replace a live concert with a stream. Not at all. I a hundred and ten percent agree that's, with that. That's not. Yeah. So the, this last section I have here, I kind of have it set up for uh, what I call plugs and shout-outs. So I think that there's usually a lot of people involved with a band that deserve shout-outs that aren't necessarily in the band. I also leave it open for people to plug. I've had people plug like tattoo shops and truck stops and all kinds of stuff. So um, I just like to kind of leave it also open so that if uh, I didn't possibly get around to something that you wanted to talk about. Uh, I could leave it open for you to do that. So this next section, this next section is all for you. So have at it, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I will th would like to thank all the record stores and record dealers um, that are dealing with vinyl because we love vinyl. We're collecting vinyl, and we released our latest album on green vinyl. Nice. And <laughs> the reason why we love vinyl is um, that you have to get in touch with with the music. You can't skip a track. You can't. Um, yeah. Well, you can yank. You can rip the needle off. Um, <laughs> but but you have to listen to a whole side, then turn it over and listen to the second side. And and that's cool because you take your time to listen to music. It's a piece of music. Vinyl is a real piece of music. Um, uh, yeah, instead of streaming or, um, or a CD, for example. And that's a cool thing, and that's why we would like to thank all the record stores, all the record dealers um, who are working with vinyl. And also, guys outside, outside there, um, if you like, get our album on vinyl and listen to it, because it sounds a lot bigger than um, on digital um, media or on CD. The vinyl sounds brilliant. It's fantastic. And I would also love you people to support your favorite rock bands and your local rock bands. Um, That's for sure. They will appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and, and support it. Um, live music is... is a great thing it's it comes from the heart it's 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 very cool um yeah all right well Please remember remember say, say that again hello yeah can you hear me i'm still here yeah you're still okay here. Wait, say that last thing again. Oh, okay 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 fine uh what was my last uh <laughs> thing okay uh, <laughs> please support your local bands um, support your, your rock bands in your areas they will appreciate it live music is a very very cool thing it comes from the heart it gives you strength and it, it makes you happy um, so support them so that we have live music for the rest of our lives for sure so this this last song is called Mean So Much you want to kind of tell us about uh, what this song is about well, this is a, a rock ballad. It's a love song, and it's about my relationship. It's a very autobiographical song. Um, yeah, it's just a cool, great love song uh, with a very uh, big guitar solo in the middle. <laughs> nice. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot for listening to our music and um, please keep your eyes open for Sloppy Joes from Germany. Maybe in the future we will tour the US. We will see. Um, remember our name. Keep supporting us. Um, if you need more information, just check our website. Um, sloppy, S-L-O-P-P-Y 
Joe's um, .de or .rocks. Um, we're also available on um, Facebook. Sloppy Joe's Rocks is our Facebook name. Um, also on Instagram called Sloppy Joe's Rocks in one word. Um, and we also have a um, YouTube channel where you can uh, watch the music videos for all tracks that uh, Rocky played. Um, it's youtube.com slash Sloppy Joe's Rocks. Thanks a lot, guys. And please remember, um, there is enough there are enough people outside that like rock music. Music will always be needed, so just keep going. Oh, great. This is going to be Sloppy Joe's Means So Much. I was all alone Seemed I never had a home Then you opened the front door Stepped into my life Like a brand new song Well, you give me a reason Help me to understand There's one thing I know This feeling will grow Your love's all around and you never let me down I can hardly believe That I'm living my dream Like a guardian angel You protect me easily And that means so much to me
so much to me. All right, everyone, I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it was a great interview with uh, Jesse. Uh, it was just just phenomenal. I always enjoy talking to people who are uh, in other countries and uh, who just, you know, aren't necessarily going to give me a lot of the same information that I know. And it's always just a, a really cool insight into uh just people from other countries and how they develop music and, 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 and what they're doing. It's the same stuff. It's like rock music like it is here, but it just it's it's almost completely a different beast at the same time. So it's, it's always interesting. Please take a second to like, share, and subscribe uh, on whatever pod uh, podcatcher you're using um, or on uh, YouTube or not YouTube or on uh, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you follow us there at Noisemaker Pod. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please uh, feel free to email me at noisemakerpod at gmail.com. Uh, this week, we do have another f- uh, five star review, and we are actually starting to run low on the uh, five star reviews. We got a lot of ratings up there, but we don't necessarily have a lot of five star reviews. So if you want to jump over there and uh, uh, give us a five-star review, it's it would be really great because it really helps the uh, algorithm. So if you're here to support a band or you're listening and you think this is a cool show or you want to help support the other bands, the more um, the more ratings we get, the better the algorithm helps uh, get this show to other people, and then that helps those people find a lot of um, the show. You know these other bands that we have. So. If you want to indirectly help uh, help these guys uh, get their music out, that's a great way to do it. And if you want to hear your review read on the show, you can go ahead and actually write a, a review, and we will read it on the show. So this week we had we have another gal, or we have another person uh, uh, who was actually on the show as well. <clears throat> Maddie Gold, she wrote, Rocky is a great interviewer and gets to the heart of bands. He has, uh, he gets to the heart of the bands he has on the show with his well-researched questions. Covers some lesser-known bands. There's a lot to discover here. Well, Maddie, greatly appreciated. Uh, we'll go ahead and find your, um, your band's uh, 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 show, and I'll link it down in the show notes. I can't remember what band Maddie was with. Uh but we'll go ahead and I'll, I'll I'll pull it up. We'll get it linked down in the show notes too, so that you guys, if you guys want to hear that episode, uh, it'll be down in the show notes. Um, also, uh, we have begun to uh, create um, uh, playlists for the Noisemaker podcast, so we'll go ahead and link those down in the show notes as well. Um, also, if you want to be able to support the band or support the show. We can uh, you can support directly through Patreon, or we have affiliate links down in the show notes. The affiliate links you just click on the link, continue shopping as you usually would, no extra cost, but it does give us a little bit of a kickback. So I would appreciate it if you use the affiliate links, or if you go to Patreon and you just donate through uh, Patreon. And until next time, don't stop following your dreams.